Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 654, Reminiscing. That the, the. The Reminiscing. 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 Is, is this a real word or a made-up word for this movie? I think it's a real word. I thought it was a real word. When I typed it out of my email, yeah, like, you, I didn't... like you reminisce about... I mean, I know you can reminisce, but I didn't know if reminiscence, like, I, I've just never heard that word yeah. or spelled out in that use like just buy it i don't know i always just thought it was going to be about that little river band song you were open especially after i watched it (laughs) i was hoping let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves this is joe this is kevin and this is tom and joining us today via the magic of zoom tube is sharia chavala please tell me i said that right uh yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one did I get wrong? Both. The last one. <laughs> okay, at least I got batting five hundred. Yeah, that's in pretty good. Yeah. Say your name properly. I mean, we're going to use my first name. We're going to use my first name. Okay. For the most part, anyway, so well, I apologize. <laughs> I, it's so it's so hard. It doesn't stick in my head. You got old man brain. I do. Yeah. I'm in my fifties now. <laughs> if I disappear, it's because I'm peeing. <laughs> that's that's how Sorry, that works. <laughs> how do you how do you pronounce your name just to make sure that we get it right? So it's Shara Chavla. Chavla. That's the name. So the W has kind of a V sound. Exactly. Okay. There you go. There you go. So it's like a, they do that in um, is like a Volkswagen. Yeah. Right. Like in, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying in different countries, like in Germany, they oh, do the oh, Wagen. Oh, oh. Yeah. Volkswagen or you know in different countries. So it's like this has just think of it that way. Yeah. And do you drive a Volkswagen? <laughs> No. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> one for two. <laughs> also batting 500. <laughs> I don't think I could afford a Volkswagen. Oh, anyway, I think um, you could one. Maybe like a 96. Well, after the whole after the whole diesel scandal, I think yeah, you could have gotten also, a What did Vin Vol- Diesel do now? Well, oh. <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm reading a book right now uh, called The Secret History of Brands, and it's about famous brands that we still use today, and their and and the backstory and like the the bad things they did at the beginning. Yeah, and uh, and I like and it's it's okay. I bought it. It was on sale for like two dollars, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll read it. But it's like, <clears throat> so the first chapter was like, did you know? coca-cola used to have cocaine in it yes yeah, everybody, everybody knows, knows that. that's right yeah. yeah no yeah and so and then but then after that every chapter is like hugo boss hugo boss was the nazi Nazis. uniforms right? and then it was like <laughs> and then it was like bear <laughs> aspirin nazis yeah. <laughs> coco chanel nazis like everything is nazis and i'm just like i mean those are really bad but i was looking for a little bit more texture in the book sure, not just sure. everybody worked with the nazis right that's and, how we got captain america yeah so <laughs> he worked with the nazis too yeah oh my god well dr erskine did okay yes <laughs> I was like, they're, they're just, like, ruined. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean yes that's true it's he's defected like, right? yes he did yes yeah. And like, I heard he drank that old timey Coca Cola. So you better watch out. I did. It's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, listen, uh, listen, listen. We all hoped Coke had Coca. I mean, Coca Cola had Coke in it. Sometimes we all do that. <laughs> 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 it depends what movie you're watching. Sometimes you really do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Bear Aspirin is. also invented heroin. That's true. So Wait, that was also what? True. Hold on. Co- yeah. What they invented heroin? How? Like what? By they they were the first. They like removed the chemical from the plant and isolated it and then put it in cough syrup and sold it to kids. Oh, my gosh. Well, sold it to the parents to give it to, to give kids. To give it to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just want to, you know. You What's wanna, again, they didn't know at the you time. Want, you want them to thought, nod off. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is my six-year-old listening to Velvet Underground? <laughs> He's just drooling. Yeah. How yeah. is happening? So, uh, but anything, anything bad about hydroxychloroquine? That you found out? All kinds of stuff. <laughs> it works like a charm. It works like a charm. <laughs> and so does that medicine for horses. Horses, yeah. yeah. Or bleach. Yeah. yeah. Just, you mix a little just to top it off for a little flavor. <laughs> you add that to your hydroxychloroquine and victamine or whatever cocktail. Just a little bleach a little for bleach flavor. bleach in there. Gives it some nice coloring, some marbling kind of well, going the, on the there. The goal is to completely change your DNA. <laughs> Yes. And destroy your veins. But not your RNA. And then you lay scary stuff. But you're not scared of anything. No. But it doesn't set in unless you lay in a UV bed. That's is that the, how that you works? You have to actually okay. lock it in. No, there are in. steps, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, consult your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's spelled D-O-C-T-E-R. Yes. Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So shameless plugs. <laughs> shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you can oh. find us. People who were kind enough to, uh, to share an episode last week, trying to plow through these, Heather Sachs, Chris Williams, Gabriel Lugo, Ralph Tribble, Chris Magic Man, Tammy Sherman Powers, Julianne Jordan, Cinema Recall, In Session Film, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, uh, Colby Mack, The Movie Journey Podcast, Binge Movies, Ryan Terry from Four is a Crowd, who's looking for people to be in his next sitcom podcast oh nice so find him and and submit your audition if you're interested it's fun and they let me do a voice so So the standards are pretty low (laughs) you got a shot uh ronnie castle invasion of the remake piecing it together podcast chris wilson feel and film matt naglia and geek to me radio so thank you very much for doing that and also don't forget we have a patreon patreon.com slash real spoilers where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and you help us out and that's really nice of you so there's all that uh Let's dig in. Uh, this movie was a big steaming turd burger. Man, it like <laughs> if 
<laughs> if this didn't if this didn't have oh, Hugh Jackman, oh, did you like it? <laughs> did you? Like- I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Oh my so, god, I we'll, hate we'll it so much. That. Nine um, minutes and forty six minute seconds into the movie, I messaged Kevin on Facebook, and I was like, I know how this movie ends. Of course you do. This is a nineteen thirties private detective story, which but, but with, could a, be, with a with which, a femme fatale, which could be cool if it was done. Better. If I just was so to, disinterested. And, but in to all be of it. fair, though, like the end of the movie doesn't really have anything to do with the plot or who did it or who's involved. Like, it's not like you guessed every beat along the way. You're just like, I know how they're going to frame this movie. Yeah, I was just like instantly like he's yeah. in the memory bath the whole time. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they had a special name for it, but in my head, it's memory <laughs> bath. I like the memory bath. Yeah, that's good. I yeah, think it's th- called reminiscence, or at least that's what the memories are called. I don't know if they ever had a machine other than. Like the name for the yeah. machine because the he calls memory them bath. reminiscence. That's yeah. so. If you're wondering what that word is in this world, uh, Hugh Jackman runs this company. He used to be in the war. Does and, he run a company? Well, I mean, who? It's I because no, he's the only one that has one of these things. No, I mean at the end, no. Tandy Newton works for a company that has them all. And if there's this big badass company, yeah, that's real, looks like an Apple bar. <laughs> why would they? Why would they? Why would they go to this guy bank. who's because, got like a, a old jalopy version in a burned out warehouse? Because it's cheap. Like the the, this, a, the, the world has collapsed. People don't have. But like, like the DA's using them. Why yeah. The why DA would the DA use, use him and not the the company that's probably bonded and be able to avoid getting sued? That's fair. The only thing I can think of is that he's the best. Nick, Nick Bannister is that's his name. He's the best at what yes, he does, sir. and maybe he but is willing why to would, do Did things. you just make a Wolverine reference? Why wouldn't what? I'm the best there is at what I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. He's the best at what he does, and uh, he. Then why wouldn't they hire him over at Apple? At the Apple version of this, I don't thing. think he would ever. I, it's not yeah, about I, the. It's not about the money, Tom. We learned that two weeks ago with the yeah. movie from last two weeks ago from Free Guy. It's not about the money. <laughs> yeah, same. I look. I think. Lisa Joy, I think, is very talented. I think, very talented. I think Westworld uh, is a very good show. The third season, yep. meh, but seasons one and two I, are very good story. I think the third season is great. I, uh, Westworld is phenomenal. Um, I, I, Tom, you don't watch Westworld? I watched the first season, okay. and then I never really kind of circled back around sure, gotcha. for the next seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's a great show. It's uh, a, insanely good, and that's th- that's it's an insanely brilliant concept, and I think that's what this is. Is like the concept of this movie. It I looked think is neat. really I liked, good. I liked all the flooded out Miami stuff. I like and I like a good real science fiction movie that's not aliens or whatever. Yeah. Like I, in the future, we have different stuff. It's science. You know, bl- it is, this is a little Blade Runner esque. Like he's wearing kind think? of the, kind of the same well, stuff. A little the, I mean, <laughs> the narration, the, the look narration, of the city. Yes. I mean, it's very Blade Runner. <laughs> right. The, <laughs> the problem is is. Tom and I think both in agreement that the first Blade Runner, Blade Runner, is a snooze. Yeah, hot take. Blade Runner's boring. Yeah, second Sorry. Blade Runner, really good. It's, I'm not saying it's not a bad movie. The first Blade Runner is a snooze. I like. I like. It's a great looking movie, and yeah. I, 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 I don't know that there would be the passion for it if it wasn't for the fact there's 900 different versions of it. Well, that you didn't get movies like that. That's when fair. that movie came out. Like Everything they were few looks, and far between. Yeah. So when you would get a well made one, even if it was kind of slow. Like you would really embrace it. And I yes. remember being as a kid, like one, reading all the Starlog articles and stuff, because I was a kid when it came out. Sure, hundred <laughs> years old, and uh, I was a kid too when the ninth version of it came out. <laughs> but but it, we couldn't go see it because it was rated R, and so so but all we had it's crazy because was... there's no reason for it to be rated R. I don't know. They show boobs or something. I don't think so. Yeah, do there's yeah, three boobs, do. right? Or that's that... Total Recall. Oh. That's total Recall. <laughs> 
True. <laughs> Which, interestingly, Total Recall, I remember I watched the first time on like cable or something like that. And I was like, why is this rated R? And then I watched it on Blu-ray and I was like, oh. They <laughs> you know what it was? <laughs> I was just crossing my eyes during that one scene. That's no, yeah. is that how it happened? Yeah. He has dyslexia. <laughs> he has a very rare form of boob dyslexia. <laughs> it's like face blindness. But titlexia. Titlexia. I mean, I get titlexia. 50% more. So, yeah. <laughs> Hey, an extra one. <laughs> If this didn't have Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson, Ferguson, thank you. Ferguson. I would have been. I would have turned it off. Yeah, like, she's one of the loveliest human beings. I gotta tell ever, you, right? She I mean, is the probably one of the most beautiful women right. I've ever seen. I mean, she, I mean, she's a fantastic Next actor. To your wife, of course. That doesn't count. <laughs> no, she's a fantastic actor. I think she's great in everything she does. I mean, Doctor Sleep. Man, oh my gosh. She is haunting. Is she in not that movie? incredible in yes. that role? Yes. I, I think she's great in everything from Greatest Showman, Mission Impossible, Doctor Sleep. She's phenomenal, but she is so stunning. Every time the camera's on her, though, yep. it is like. Uh, hypnotizing she's magnetic she has she has that look kind of like the rock does for for actors like we say where there's just that charisma factor where you can't take your eyes off them they they yes uh you know we said it with multiple actors but he's one and she's another where no matter what movie she's in she you know we we talk i i have my feelings about tom cruise i think he's a piece of crap uh i do i think he's an awful human being really yes why is that uh let's count the ways okay scientology for one yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people. The whole in that, that yeah. you, you realize that whole thing that he put out about him like screaming at those people about masks was all bullshit. What do you mean? There's a hero complex to that thing, right? So he dresses them yeah. down and screams at them, and he's like, "I'm doing this for you," and I, I love it. Like, so it's just like this whole hero worship. Like, look at how good I am. Look at how proud or how whatever he's an awful human i mean being. i took that as pretty serious though because no. they had just opened up production one of the first open back up during covid and then if someone gets a covid test it shuts people's jobs down for two weeks i mean and it's a lot of money i i took that as pretty genuine i don't at all oh, i don't take anything okay. he does genuine all right uh so he's, he's like daniel day lewis jr to you no because i feel like daniel day lewis at least is just like not completely wackadoo Okay, like there's okay. a reason you don't see him with his daughters anymore. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, but when he's on screen, right? Like he does have that magnetic charisma. He's a movie star. He's a movie I mean, there's star. a reason Tom Cruise is a movie. But star. when she's on screen with him, I like to me. Who's I, she? Rebecca Ferguson. But you're talking about Tom Cruise and Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, they're in the Mission Impossible movies together. Oh, in that movie. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just yeah, trying yeah. To I'm okay, sorry. Got yeah. It, got it. So, but like, you, I so am, she can I'm, even steal the show from Tom Cruise, yes. who has that quality. Yes. Right? But that's what I'm saying. Rebecca Ferguson has this aura around her, right? I mean, yeah, she's beautiful. She's a talented actor, but she has that it factor. Yes. That catapults people from just being a good actor to a movie star, right? Yes. Some people have that, like the classic movie stars. When you think of the Clark. Dable, Clark Gable or you know just no, Clark any Dable. Yeah. I love Clark Dable. Clark Dable's great. <laughs> yeah. So you think you, you know who else I liked? Who's that? Uh, Humphrey Gogart. <laughs> oh, I heard yeah. you, know Gogart? you know who's yeah. fantastic? Josh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was James Brolin. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're talking about classic movie stars, Joe. You're getting a little I apologize. Bit out of your time I apologize. So yeah, she she's phenomenal. So if you put Rebecca Ferguson in a movie, sign me up. Yeah. She always is good. Yes. And so, and Hugh Jackman is the same. Like well, I Yeah. Here's the other thing with Hugh Jackman is <laughs> just in movies like this, just let him have his accent. 
Like, who cares if he has an Australian accent or not? I think he's really good at doing the American accent, but I don't know why. He's had a lot of practice. I don't know why the choice. Yeah, because he always does. Yeah, there's no reason that he needed to be American in this. No, or Tanny Newton for that matter. I guess it's just his, like, movie star persona. Like, there's, I mean, even though we clearly know he's Australian, you never hear him outside of interviews be Australian. So I don't know if that's just about that movie Australia? No, no, he, he, had, he didn't. He, he had a, they said, "Hey, you got to do an American a, he accent." He had a British accent, in that <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why they do that. But the, the thing with this movie, to me, it's so weird because the creatives and the cast yeah. are so good, right? Yeah, it's so got, you've got Joe, Joe uh, Joseph Nolan as well. Jonathan Nolan is no. involved as well. Well, I think he's just probably a producer with his wife. Still. But. Well, yeah, but I'm just okay. But what, what I mean is that you know she wrote this script years ago, right? Do you guys know the story about oh, this? No, no. She wrote this script years and years ago. It was on the Hollywood blacklist. Uh, she sold it for 1.7 million dollars. She's been trying to make it for 10 years. So she sold it already for 1.7 million. Never got made. And then she gets paid again to write and direct this, or you know whatever. She's got the all the credits on it, or the main ones. And um, so this is clearly a passion project for her. So you've got her involvement. You've got um, Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, like you mentioned, uh, Tandy Newton. This movie should work. And I was so excited to see this movie. I agree. And I was while super excited about I don't think it, it mm-hmm. was a complete failure, like I'm not on the this is the worst movie I've ever seen type of hyperbole or anything, but it's not good. It's and, not good. And I just, I, I wanted no. to love it so badly. But from the moment it opens, that Miami CGI that thing was, when they man, fade in. That was horrendous. Terrible. It that, was, looked, that was CW level. It, it, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. And later you see the city in water and, and it's during the daytime. Usually it's harder to make things look real at day. Usually nighttime's easier. Yeah. And it looked fine. But I'm like, why did they open with, I thought, is this all a simulation? It looked like a video game type. Yeah. Sure, sure. Now, I don't know if that's supposed to allude to, oh, well, he's reminiscing. So it's not really real. I don't know if that's an Easter egg or just bad CG. But if that's the case, then it should have always looked like that. Yeah, because it doesn't Because improve. the entire movie is him yeah. in the memory bath. Yeah, I don't know if it, again, I just don't know if they were trying to, like, introduce you to the world through something that was uncanny to give you kind of a clue, because sometimes... Or did you acclimate, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and and that, like, after you're watching for a while, like, it kind of, you know, like, when you watch a black and white movie, and 10 minutes in, you kind of forget that it's black and white. I mean, it it looked good, though. It really, during the daytime... It had moments. When they have this scene of them, whoever, on the water, and then you see a big city behind them, like, it looks better, so why did they open like that? And uh, Hugh Jackman, I love, one of my favorite actors, but he did not work for me in this. I don't think he was right I, for the the detective, you know, noir. Something yeah. just didn't work. He's not him. gritty. Yeah. It, him that, trying to talk like, about Wolverine, and you're just like, that guy doesn't work. But I agree with you. Like, there is something about him in the in the role of Wolverine that just works. And maybe that's because he's the only Wolverine we've had, and we've never seen anybody else do that character. Yeah. And he's figured that out. But that character isn't even that gritty in the comics, though. Like, the movie Wolverine isn't that gritty. In the comics, he's very gritty. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel and, like he has more of a like a sar- more of a sarcastic no, or a smartass. No, no, I mean he does not he Deadpool. Has that. He but started I mean, that way for sure, but then like as it progressed, it got darker and darker. Well, as they match the movies, but I just mean like not Deadpool, but I feel like he does have a little bit more of a humorous, sarcastic like humor side go, to him, and he plays it so serious in the movie. I, I will say, go back and read the I think Chris Claremont and Frank Miller did a four issue the the original four issue miniseries. Sure, that is not funny yeah well yeah. uh and then chris claremont i think frank miller i mean frank yeah, miller just drew it right chris claremont wrote it yeah and then claremont goes on to write oh man a bit a big chunk of that very early run and it's i mean 
it's not, Hugh Jackman is funnier in the movies than Wolverine ever is. Wolverine is like a badass, yeah. like killer yeah. in the comics, and the cartoons prettied him up a little bit and made him not as you know they did a cartoon version of him, and which I get, totally get yeah. it, right? Like it's you can't have him gutting people and. You know, in the it's not invincible. <laughs> well, I think also oh, man, when you so talk good. about the charisma of Hugh Jackman, he's another one yes. who who has that movie yes. star quality. So when you pair him and Rebecca Ferguson back and forth, it's like, yeah, those two are, are stars. Yeah, but I think okay, just does Hugh Jackman have another hit? Uh, I mean, the greatest, okay, showman, greatest was showman. Big, was a greatest showman. showman was big. Okay, but, but I mean, be, him as Wolverine. But I don't. I like. Is, I I can't really think of a lot of Kate and Leopold. Big Hugh Jackman movies outside of Wolverine one. and then Greatest Showman. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know. A good question. I I just the don't... Prestige. That wasn't a big hit. But it wasn't a big hit. Oh, man, but he was really good. I mean, I mean, it was a good movie. Well, was right, really right. Good. Prisoners. I mean, he's been a great. Oh movie. yeah, Prisoners. As Prisoners as, was good, but again, not a yeah. Not a big giant. I mean, as far as a hit, I think the X Men stuff. I mean, that's what made him a star in two thousand. Yeah, and I guess I'm trying to make the argument yeah. that I, I think it might be the only thing that makes him a star. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's. I think he's undeniably talented. Maybe Absolutely. he's just not taking the right roles. Yeah, but, I'm just. But or or he's sitting on that giant Wolverine paycheck. He's like, yeah, man, I'll do the greatest showman. I guess I'll do this little bit part in Free Guy fine but he's he's made i mean he had to, he i guarantee Hugh jackman you, isn't a guy doing anything for the money though. he does not he does not have to work anymore yeah if he oh, doesn't want clearly. to oh, sure but but he's still not doing stuff for the money though he, he this, will be when marvel's like hey, oh, hey let's know. back this truck up and see what happens <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> in like some alternate timeline he shows up like with a shirt on right because like <laughs> he can't do that forever so the, the point is you've got all these elements in here and i think they just didn't work, which is a shame because it had so much potential. I think it's an interesting idea. It I think is, it's a really cool idea. Yeah. It is a kind of minority report-ish, like in a different way, but right, the it's police like a, using it, these people to, instead of future crimes, they're looking at past things and solving them through memories. Um, I want to see, see that like court hearing where you have to apply for a search warrant for somebody else's brain i know like like it was the french stuff that (laughs) i was like well that's interesting when they're like we got a subpoena but we can only go into his memories for 10 years and like you know and and, that's kind of cool i'm like let's do that because i did i did think at one point i know that i've talked about it before that the third episode of the first season of black mirror is kind of this Right, like it's all of our memories are stored on a tiny little hard drive that you just stick in the back of your head, and you can go back and rewatch those memories whenever you want. And I thought when I saw this trailer because the Downey, the Downies, optioned that, like they picked up the rights to that, and I was like, oh. So when I first saw this trailer, I was like, is this that? And if it is, why is this not Robert Downey Jr.? Well, I'll tell you why. Because in 2014, uh, film professor and screenwriter scott myers interviewed his uh former student lisa joy so 2014 about the script she sold uh in 2013 it was actually to legendary pictures for reported 1.25 million so i mean black mirror could have kind of gotten the idea this was on the blacklist like people in the industry knew about it so and again i'm not Insinu- I'm not saying they did. Man, what we're I mean, gonna get sued. But I mean, this is almost ten years she's been working on this. I mean, yeah, she's probably been working on it longer. So, you know that that could be just a coincidence, or it could be they heard something of the idea, or hell, Minority Report, whatever. But um, I I don't think, but I don't think that this feels um, 
it does feel original to me, even though there are things that it seems similar to, like it reminds you a little of Minority Report or whatever. I think the concept's original and clever enough. I think maybe the screenplay is where it really lacks. Like the there are some really bad lines of dialogue in this yeah, movie. Yeah, very bad. And I, f- and you've got great actors delivering yeah. them that should know how to take a line, but it felt uh, when it, a lot of it was like either narration or uh, flashbacks, and they were just kind of droning these lines out. Yeah. And without you really making it your own and owning it, those lines just come across, you know, face value. We're like, Ugh. yeah. I was kind of like invested in the whole, like when they set up the whole world, and then you had, you know, him searching through like years and years of things like like when he starts out like he meets that guy and it's like oh this was five years ago something like that right and uh when he starts going down that rabbit hole it's like okay this is this is interesting i mean it's like i wonder who this person is what's going on with her even though kind of feel like you knew where it was going in, in terms of things like i don't know personally i i was was into it yeah, oh, yeah, I, that's fine if it works for you. I, it yeah. just, it just didn't for me. It yeah. feels so like that's we, fair, that's fair. we as a, in the in you know with the pandemic, we went back and watched a bunch of older stuff. Right, mm-hmm. those episodes are all available on whatever podcast for free for free. So when we watched Casablanca, I kind of fell down a rabbit hole of like. 30s and 40s noir like detective noir movies yeah and this is the exact same setup absolutely so i think yeah it's the same thing right like private detective femme fatale comes in gives him a case with gams for days (laughs) yeah right they fall for each other or he's falling for her or she using him correct yeah totally so like i was on board what's the one with the uh the sister where the person comes in and it's really the maltese falcon isn't it chinatown is a Chinatown? Yeah, oh. yeah, I felt I felt a lot of Chinatown. In this yeah, thing. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Which I know, kind of a, like that's one of the greatest. It absolutely it is the greatest. I yeah. think it's the greatest. But but you know, I'm not saying it's not the first, but it's all it's like recognized it, it, it as being it. exactly. It, it and so I, this neo movie, noir is what yes, they call neo noir. Yeah, so yes. so I think uh, I think this movie is like Blade Runner, Chinatown, uh, Minority Report. Those were like my yeah, three kind of sure. mashed together yes. that I was feeling an Inception. Uh, oh yeah, going back to dreams yeah. and stuff like that. I can see that. Can I throw one more? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. please. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Um, especially with if you've seen it, like you know the deep dive technology Major uses to go into like yeah. the, the suspects, like to go through their memories and see what happened, the incident. Yeah. So the piece goes together. That's a That's, really good one. Yeah. yeah wow, that I didn't even felt like that at times. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And recently, people online have been talking about all these movies that quote unquote rip off from animes all the time you know like all the time. from requiem for a dream yep. to uh was it inception what that you inception just mentioned do? oh uh with with ghost in the shell uh no there's another there's there's an anime you that know there's I, more than one anime yeah. right <laughs> there's another no, anime. There's, there's one that i haven't there's seen akira that's it Akira Ghost and Shell, that's it. <laughs> I haven't seen whatever it was, but they were sharing screenshots and similar ideas. There's just been this, like, recently I've seen this conversation ramp up about all these movies. And, like, with, with uh, Requiem for a Dream, which I love that movie, uh, but he, Aronofsky you, said... Do you love that movie? Yeah. Man. The I'm best not saying I watch it every the, day, but the it's The best great. movie you'll never watch again. Yeah. kind of... I guess that's fair. I mean, like, it's a I, phenomenal I will film. never watch it again. I've watched what, it once. That, I'll never do it again. That's one of the films that made me fall in love with film. Really? Like, 
Well, just the no, like no, the I'm art, not saying, like I'm not like I'm brilliantly made movie. Yeah, the yeah. the the artistry behind it, right? Sure, the visuals sure, sure, of sure. it, the storytelling, the acting. Marlon Wayans, like I wish yeah. he would do more dramatic stuff because he's so good in that. Uh, everything. I just saw respect. I don't know that you do. <laughs> yeah, you oh, can't. You respect. can't even name a he Marlon was, Wayans. Movie. He was what are you fine. Talking it wasn't about? him. It was yeah. a bad. He's really good play. in everything for sure. But like in in Requiem for a Dream, he's really good, and he's not playing like not hamming it up. You know, he's great comedic talent but also sure. that the dramatic stuff he's good at too so um but anyway but like darren aronofsky says it's homage and then they were doing an interview with <laughs> one of the i can't i don't know I, again i'm not familiar with the anime that they were referring to and if you if you know about this controversy if you like anime you know blue ruin or something blue blue ruins a different movie okay blue it's something with i think blue in the title but blue harvest no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, the director or storyboard artist or someone involved with that movie was like, yeah, he per- says yeah, a perfect blue, a perfect, perfect blue. Yeah. OK, so he so this guy says, oh, Aronofsky says it's homage. But, you know, <laughs> look at look at how he's living and how I'm living. You sure, know what I mean? It was sure. something sad, like it's it's really honest and brutally honest and sad. And and then him and the interviewer kind of laughing about it, like, ha, 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 ha. Like, like it's very <laughs> awkward because it's like, man, this guy's pouring his heart out and saying like, yeah, that's. I'm glad that that was an homage, but I didn't see anything from it. And it's, you know, is it a little bit more than homage? Maybe how, so. How long until Tarantino's last movie is just an anime? No, could be. No. <laughs> so <laughs> volume three. I know. So so I anyway. But this this movie, I I wanted to love. Let's talk about the the premise a little bit. What yeah, Hugh Jackman's so doing Hugh here? Hugh Jackman. He runs this. Like we said, it's like a Miami post a war. And it looks like the the ice caps have melted to a point where like Miami is almost completely underwater. So he's running this reminiscence bank out of an old bank. And what you do is you come in and you pay a price and you can relive uh, some of your favorite memories. And then they I don't know why they're recording them. I, I like that seems kind of shady. Yeah, I don't know why Hugh Jackman's I, collecting. Them. I think th- I, I took it as. That's how he helps guide what's going on. He has to see what's happening. But why does he record it rather than watch, just watch it is what he's asking. Right. Like why he, he, he has a well, safe... Oh, I mean, that's in case he sees something dirty. And it's really sure. Ah, yeah, oh, well, which he does. Yeah. And there's gonna, Ellie Mae. Yeah. Uh, right? That, you see, it's... it's isn't see, that who she is in Westworld? It's a... Clementine? He's doing... Oh, Clementine, yeah. He's doing this yeah. in a bank, right? It's a spank bank. <laughs> a sperm oh, bank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. But well, so he's co- helping solve the cases. I guess that's why he's recording it, because it's like just in case someone comes out of it. Like that well, for, the, for, for the records. For the cases, and maybe the ones he's recording are all the... But didn't he... Well, they no, because the one, the one guy you see is going back to... Looking you know, at his dog. But did, who did they ever show him actually have a recording of that? Yeah, he puts a little disc in there. Because he gives it to him at the end. Gives him the memory. Well, if he gives like, it, here, you can keep this. Well, if he gives it, maybe he records them and gives them to people that are doing it for fun. Well, no, see, that's, and he that, keeps this them is, for the this criminal is the problem, cases. right? Is we don't know. Yeah. They when the gal who plays Clementine in Westworld shows up in this as well, and she keeps reliving the same memory over and over and over. And Tanny Newton again says, "Like here, take this." And Hugh Jackman's like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing?" Like she has to pay us to get here, and, he, and she's like, "I'm tired of looking at that old man's pasty butt." <laughs> and I was like, that's a funny line because that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you got to run that machine and you got some old dude or some, you know, I'm like, man, I, if I got to look at that old man's balls one more time, I swear to God. So that's a good question. But in any event, he helps people relive their memories. He says it basically because the Miami and I guess it's other Mi- parts. It looks like they just, they base this in Miami and New Orleans. But the world's been they, flooded. They go to New Orleans at one point, but it's, it's, they're in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so things have been flooded. That's, it's, so it almost looks like a post apocalyptic 
apocalyptic. Things are bad. It looks yeah. really bad, but underwater. And so he says people's happiness runs on nostalgia. Oh, because- we should say it's because it's the global the global warming. Like I'm not even making that up. Like they reference that Miami is shut down during the daytime because it's so hot that Miami it's like a rev- Miami they sleep during the day because it's so hot they can't mm-hmm. be outside that then they come out at night because it's cooler and that's when like Miami comes alive. So this is kind <laughs> of a warning. I mean, I guess. Yeah, but so you know, but I guess if you put it far enough in the future, the theory is it's going to happen. Right, right. You know, if we don't do something, it's going to happen. So, so nostalgia is the only thing that gives these people happiness because everything's flooded and terrible, and it's it's just this horrible place to live in. So he that's why he operates this, and he does a lot of favors for people. He's one of those helps his buddy businesses that just like keeps saying it's on the house yeah. right and, and tanny Newton says any money <laughs> this is gonna collapse if we put anything else on the house and right. uh, and then one day a dame walks in a dame walks in and she's like i can't find my earring he was like hop in and she strips in front of him and of course being the he's, modest yeah. man he turns around and i was like you dope he's a respectful <laughs> hugh jackman i would expect nothing less <laughs> that's fine he does seem like the nicest yeah. guy really uh, and then they start this courtship where they're together and she he sees her sing at this cl- i mean probably the most 40s noir de- detective noir scene you could do is at a the mu- club with a the mu- big microphone is a musical interlude where the gal sings and you know the, with the, the big circle mic yes and, exactly yeah. and he falls in and love she with walks her. around the bar and i was yes. just like no one would be interested in this <laughs> this is not anything anyone would you would be like i gotta let's tell go, you let's go f- ferguson's walking around in a dress like that you'd be like, i'd be interested let's go find a different bar <laughs> But uh, he, but uh, if everyone loves nostalgia so much, maybe they are harkening maybe they back marry to it. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good point, though. Like if everybody's living on nostalgia, having so you know, like we do it now, right? Like, Cling to better times, or just like things that take you back, mm-hmm. or things that were cool yeah. back then are cool again now. And I think being a noir, that's just yeah. They had they harken back to even though it was, you know, obviously in color and and very high definition crisp looking but right. the styling and the outfits and the you know they were trying it's to not play black out. And, it isn't color but the but the color palettes they use are very makes you feel like you're watching Mute. yeah they did little things, things yeah. to make your brain kind of feel like oh i'm watching one of those old-timey noirs yes and uh but but every time hugh jackman would come on the narration again as much as i love the guy i think he's great but it just didn't I, it wasn't believable I, you know what i thought I of is marv in sin city and yeah. not in a good way. Like just that's just the yeah. where my brain automatically goes. I was kind of like, stop narrating because I I just wanted to watch. I was kind of like being one of those Blade can Runner people just, that doesn't want the narration. A, can you just get a thought bubble? Like, yeah, that would make life. I'll just read it. And I also think the narration, as narration often does when it's overused, I thought they kind of gave you too much. I don't like it when they're just explaining every scene right. to you. Like I get that you're, you know, right. you know, a dame walks into my office and like setting it up, but the way that he narrated throughout and it was like. Oh, and this was that earring that she dropped earlier. Like, don't say, if you're watching the movie, <laughs> right. you should be able to deduce. Like yes. when when he goes and fi- sees how the earring w- earring was dropped later, he goes, "She left that for me on purpose." I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god, god, stop!" There's a lot of spoon feeding in this. That movie. and 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 I think that's, I I think that that's a little bit from um, it, you'll have to tell me if you guys think the that from like westworld season two like westworld season two was amazing but it was also very crazy with the 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 time jumps the, the time, time jumps and yeah. figuring out what was what and season three i think was a direct response to season two they dumbed it down a and now bit. the people that loved season two were really mad because it was too straightforward i still think it was great but that was a big complaint and and i feel almost like this movie she was leaning into that a little bit like, well, I know that we're doing a lot of stuff here with memories and time, and so I'm going to make it more clear for people. But 
I think that gave the exact same response. I, th- I think there's a there is a fine line in science fiction, uh, and I mean like science fiction, right? Like no mm-hmm. aliens, no, no weird, but I mean like something like Blade Runner, where you can't go so far where you have to explain it, but you can't go so f- the opposite way where it's dumb, yeah. right? Where you're where you're spoon feeding everything. And there are very few science fiction movies that can walk that line. It's a really hard line it's to walk. Difficult. And and if you're gonna and if you're not gonna give me the if you know that's even though I'm complaining about the spoon feeding, right? Like if if they don't make things clear like that, yeah, then the movie better have a really good payoff to justify yeah. Yeah. why you haven't been kind of holding my hand through it. Right? I think like, Terminator does a really good job of that. I think the first Terminator, yes, it's a I, I think it's more of a horror movie, but that's mm-hmm. my take. No, on No, I agree wholeheartedly, but. They give you the idea, right? The world has ended. The machine's won. They're sending this machine back to win the war permanently, right? So it's in the science fiction world, but it's also they they it's not a difficult concept to understand. Uh, the Abyss, I think, is another one that can re- two James Cameron movies. But so how about the thing? Uh, the thing is a Remake. horror movie. Oh, yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah. So like that's. A different beast altogether, True. literally and figuratively. But that's got the sci-fi element to it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would I, agree I mean, with that. But, with but, it's, but they, they explain it so simply where it's like, yeah. hey, that's a parasite that's turning into other people. Right. Burn it. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's not Seems, quite as... You know <laughs> so, what I mean? like, Prometheus, you think is... Uh, like, uh, I love the Prometheus. The first alien? Yes. The first alien, definitely. Prometheus has problems. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the first alien is one of the best... And th- but that's what I mean, though. Like, that's dealing with aliens in space where Blade Runner is just like we're in the future and we have different tech. But I think I think Total Recall too is kind of I one was of thinking those Total Recall because I know then Total yeah. Recall you get to actually live those dreams. And three boobs. And, and right. Yeah. Yeah, I have to actually put my glasses on for that cuz I don't want five. <laughs> Why? It's too, it's too much. It's too much. Too much. Just, yeah, Nobody like said just... that. Nobody's ever said that ever. Is that <laughs> is it really yeah. <laughs> but, I think there are probably some people who've said it. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, if if if, hey, if not even at the very least, the women who have had breast reduction. That's fair. They have said that's it. totally. They have fair. said that's a good there, point. That's there, too much. There is too much <laughs> boob. But with the, with we're going to put, put a poll on the on the page. Let's see if yeah. what do people say. I think so. You're not. You don't. When the people relive the reminiscence, they're only seeing a playback of it, so they're not able to actually change things. Where in Total Recall, the whole deal is you're actually li- living in that dream, like you're going and exploring. Oh, sure, sure, but sure. But hooking yes, up yes, to a yes, machine yes. and going back to memories and living them. That I feel like great. this movie. If I went back and rewatched it, has anybody watched it twice? No. Why would you do that? Why would he? He liked oh. it. Again. Uh, Maybe he watched it twice. I, I didn't say I liked it, but I, I did revisit <laughs> it's it. It's okay if you liked it. Just you, we don't think less of you just because you like something I, we didn't. I felt like uh, if I if I went back and rewatched this though, I feel like it cheated with the memories because they talk about how you only remember the things you focused on. So like you can't oh. like explore a world, and I feel like there are things we see in these memories once you kind of know for sure what's going on that he wouldn't know. Or oh, it's the, see... old, it's the old Jaws 4 thing? Yeah. Where she walks in on the memory that she didn't, didn't have? Yeah, yeah right, she wasn't okay. there for? 
Yeah. I don't know if it's so much only the things that you focus on, but so in the beginning, Rebecca Ferguson comes in and, and well, her, he literally says that. He says that. Right. But what I take it as is Rebecca Ferguson, when she comes in and, and spoiler, as we're going to get to very soon here, is that the whole thing's a setup as it is in these noirs a lot of times. The woman walks in and has this problem, but she's really trying to do something else uh, nefarious. So she comes in under the ploy of I lost my keys. And so she drops them earlier before one of her shows. And so he goes back in the memory and sees that but Hugh Jackman and Tandy Newton say if you remember dropping them if you remember where you lost them or if you met where you misplaced them that's fine but if you lost them and you have no idea where you're not going to have the memory of remembering it because you just straight up lost them and so I take that as not like you have to super concentrate and it has to be your happiest or best memories or like most important I just took it as well if you didn't see it you can't remember it right so like it's not yeah, so much right. just like it has to be. I think that anything that they experienced pretty much and were looking at and focusing on, they could remember it. But if you never looked behind you, it can't really create a memory of well, something they, right behind you. But he you. also says that when you go and relive those memories, you tend to focus on the same things you focused on the first time. And so like, yeah. you almost have to do it like repeatedly before you finally kind of break out of that right. cycle of just always focusing on the thing that, Draw, drew mm, your sure, attention. that makes yeah. sense. I actually like the idea that like you can't when they get to a scene where they're they've got a, a suspect they're trying to interrogate after he's not only is he dead? Well, or he's not dead. He's in. A, he's like a vegetable. He's, he's only okay. mostly dead. Mostly dead. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he goes through his pockets for loose change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, um, he's in a coma. But yeah. I do like that he that so Hugh Jackman is trying to. So the deal is is he has this relationship with Rebecca Ferguson and then she just disappears and he's flabbergasted and distraught and he's constantly trying to figure out what happened or why she's gone like they were in love things seemed great there was no sign of them talking about and he just she just poofs yeah and disappears uh so he's doing this interrogation with the district attorney and all of a sudden he's doing this memory and he sees her five years ago in this bar in new orleans and instead of focusing on the suspect he starts doing different stuff and trying to watch rebecca ferguson and see what she's doing the problem is because he's doing that, the investigator, the secret attorney investigator gets you know, fed up and starts asking questions that this dude would not have the answers to. So he's basically frying his brain. That's so a I, really I interesting like concept. that concept where yeah, it's like you have to ask them questions that they would have memories of. Because if you ask a question that they don't have a memory of, their mind tries to go there and can't, and it, can't, and it yeah. just shuts it blows, not blows, but it like erases the brain. So I was like, oh, dang, like there are some really interesting. I also like that if you if you revisit the same memory too much, it burns into your brain, which we get later too. Like an image on a screen. Yeah. You know, I think that I think both of those concepts are are very high concepts mm-hmm. and they work in this. But unfortunately, they're in a not a great movie. I- I think all the concepts and the I- idea of them going back in memories and especially solving crimes, I think that's yeah. really fascinating. Yeah. I think all that works. I just think the dialogue, and I do agree that the central mystery is not that interesting. Because no. when they got there, you know I was, what it is. Well, when they got there, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, is that. <laughs> Who is the is that? It's not he Chris was, Cooper, is it? It's the other guy that kind of looks. Oh, and I always confuse this guy with Chris Cooper. What's the guy's name? Red Cullen. Red Cullen. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, thank not, you. Not, Chris but but Cooper. he looks, but he yes. has a very similar Chris Cooper look yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I was like, oh, he's in this, and oh, he was saying these things. Like I had basically forgotten because I'm like, oh, they're a whole part of this mystery. I yeah. didn't even when they went to go see the wife who the Brett Cullen character had died. I was like. 
who is she? Whose husband? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that guy from the beginning. Like, it just did not keep me hooked enough. And I think the editing was a little bit messy in parts to where they kind of jumped from one yeah. thing to another, and it wasn't didn't feel really cohesive to where I was just I'm, not catching everything. No, I just, yeah, I was gonna say their explanation for this is something I love. Ironically, I say that because once they get to the place where it's like, I'm, I'm gonna leave the spoilers out of here. No, but, no, 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 no spoil it, spoil it. That's why we're here. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So when his character dies and, and they show up and there's like you know, all the people outside his house, um, Watts, Fandewin Newton, she's like, you've been so absorbed with this case, you have no idea what's going on in the rest of the world. And I was like, that's a nice way to basically be like, we're not explaining any of this as to <laughs> what's happening. Like, it's like, because it really feels like corners were cut to just accompany like the central mystery story. And I'm like, no, wait, what the hell? There's riots on the streets, yeah. fires all over. <laughs> it's like... Westworld season three's ending is taking place. What the hell is <laughs> right? How, that's... how do you set a f- city underwater on fire? It's a great question. Lots oh. of questions. It's a great question. Lots of questions. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he's he's I, now he's trying to work this case. You know, in all honesty, I wonder like maybe this would have been a better TV show. It, I thought that when this thing ended, I was series. like, this needs yeah. to be yeah. this needs six to be episodes. like a six episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Flesh everything out. This would have been a really good. You know, prestige HBO Max. This TV time you show. can say flush everything out because of the water. <laughs> That's true. Right? Yeah, flush. Yeah, flush it. Just flush the whole thing. This is season... That's what they should have done. Why didn't they just pull the handle and make it go down the drain? Do you have a pull handle? Well, it's just a funnier visual, I think. <laughs> I would. I'd be, I'd be awesome. Do you hide a gun behind that? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. So, yeah, so he's working the case and he ends up going to. This was actually, the, I think, the best scene of the movie. Going to New Orleans, confronting the mob boss. And gets into gets into a bit of trouble. Uh, oh. Tanny Newton, who is like a who was they were in the war. Tanny Newton and Hugh Jackman are in the war. Right. I say that with quotes because we don't know what the we hell don't we're know talking what the about. war is. We're supposed to be intrigued. Yeah, uh, but she can't shoot. Like she has to be drunk to shoot. And I was like, that's kind of a fun concept in a comedy. Her line yeah. where she says, "I just shoot the guy on the right." I thought that was a great line. I think it's a good line. Right? I do agree, but like, it's just like it doesn't fit in this movie. Right, like I don't know. The I I feel like kind of the mysterious grizzled detective type character with a past that's kind of shaky and drinking to d- d- drown their. Pa- I mean, I feel like that character kind of fits in. Steady as a rock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's my shooting hand. Right, see, that's a direct inspiration. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, I I feel like that character works. I really like. No, no, I think and then Tanny Newton, I think is a fantastic yeah. actress as well. But there's a there's a very cool. This is a nice little shootout in this bar, and I do like the where she shoots through the tank. That they're shoving Hugh Jackman's head into. Of course, the tank explodes, and he was like, "Hey, that was a good shot." She's like, "Yeah, I was aiming for the guy." Yeah, it just happened. That I, was good because when she did it, I go, "That was smart," because he's drowning. Shoot yeah. the tank so the water goes out. Right. And I like that they addressed it that that was <laughs> a happy like, yeah, accident. I tried to shoot the guy. Uh, that action sequence was great. I do want to say in this movie, the action sequences and the hand-to-hand combat uh, yeah. was phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. You know how yeah. you know how when we watch a Liam a Liam Neeson action movie <laughs> and they cut a million times or whatever. It's the Jason Bourne I problem. Mean, this was Hugh Jackman. And hitting and taking hits, no, and the camera did not cut. Like, yeah, it, it works in the Bourne movies because it's about, it's Paul Greengrass. Well, because they're not using, they're not using the style to hide the fight choreography, right. impacting. Every, right. yeah, it, yeah, it it's synced up to to the fight choreography where, <laughs> on all, pretty much all the other movies that try to emulate that, they use that to hide the yeah, fact so, so that they didn't really choreograph doesn't fight. get punched in the face yeah i was impressed though it reminds no, there's, me of, there's the scene i'm trying who's the guy that he fights he fights one guy with curtis uh, oh the copper yeah the, uh, the ex-cop yeah. Right, yeah that was awesome that was that, a great fight that scene, one too, i mean well, the, yeah and that's 
that's where you really get to see it. But but anytime where there's hand to hand stuff or Hugh Jackman's just beating up some randos at that at the mob boss's house, yeah. Is like the the hits you felt the impact they didn't cut away and you could really see Hugh Hugh Jackman in camera punching and taking the punches. I mean the way that they he, choreographed will, it. Okay, here's your wrestling right. corner. Yeah, oh dear. Just real quick. So back in the day they would do like these guest when hosts. Have they ever been real quick. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these guest spots on Raw. So Hugh Jackman showed up on Monday Night Raw as like the guest host of the show uh, to promote whatever. And the big client, you know, the big thing on the on the main, he's going to punch one of the wrestlers like that's the, he's going to jump up on the apron and throw a punch. Right. And sometimes when that happens, right, it's just like, whew, that was not good. But when Hugh Jackman does it, even on live TV, I'm like, did he did he actually punch that guy? Because like, he comes from theater. Right. Right. Like and it works. It marries his two talents, which are action movies and theatrical production yes. live theater and it worked perfectly go look it up he punches Dolph Ziggler in the face <laughs> Zig Dolph Ziggler sells the crap out of it it's great so we now, now give I'm us, gonna add it now give us the quick wrestling corner okay. yeah Ooh, <laughs> touche. Um, so the the fight stuff I thought really looked good uh, all those action sequences worked really well uh, the music I mean you've got fine. Ramin uh, how do you say his name is it Ramin Jawadi I yeah, think. Raman Jawadi. Yeah, Raman Jawadi. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He's the Westworld composer. Oh, so is she he? brought him in to score okay, it. Okay. Thought the yeah. music went well with the film and, and the feel of it. So that was really good. There are definitely good parts and good concepts in this, but where it really failed, I think, was was the script. Yeah. Was, and and uh, it just it's wasn't a very unfocused movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just the way that unfocused it, is a is the is the best way. To describe yeah, it. there were a lot of cool concepts it. strung together that just didn't feel. Like it all came together in the end, so that is perfect, and that's why with all the the talent behind it, I wish that that we just could have had Isn't a little it? bit more of a um, intriguing premise. That 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 case just did not do it for me. I don't know whatever it was. Yeah, that whole it was it was by the numbers. Like with the exception of the turn at the yeah. end, right? Like so that we we find out that the real estate guy was sleeping with Ella, Charlotte Clementine 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 <laughs> from Westworld. They have a kid. Who is going to like you know inherit you know now there's a bastard son so the the dirty cop has been hired to to kill Angela Serafin is that actress oh really I couldn't think of her name is she yeah. related to Peter yes oh nice I, <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> so she's hi- he, the the dirty cop who is the 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 buddy from Doctor Sleep. He was the he was yeah. Ewan McGregor's buddy from Doctor Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis. What is it? Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis. Yeah, he's in everything. He, he, he's, every, he's yeah. He's a really good. Yes. I don't know if you call him a character actor, but I would he's, say he's a character actor. He's, yeah. He shows up and stuff like he's one of those. I know that guy because he's been in a million. Sure, movies sure. Yet. So he's he's hot. He's a dirty cop. He's hired to kill Clementine and the son. He's and covering we, up and what we assume the is this. for the real estate guy, right? Because he's messed up and now he's got this extra kid out there. Uh, shockingly enough, that's not what we get. It's yeah. the son of the realtor guy who refuses to share because this guy, because the the business guy's dead. Yes, he dies. And his wife, you would think, well, she's going to get the money, but she's um, so like so. This is my interpretation of that: is she has relived that memory so many times, she's stuck burned. there. Yeah, right. She that's, got what, that's what it is. Yeah, right? definitely. Man, I didn't know what was happening when Hugh Jackman walks onto that property and everybody's wearing the same thing. I was like, what the hell are we doing? That's a great moment, though, of like the what are we W2F. Doing? That's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a great, why are they all that's walking around moment. And you see that because the wife of the real estate guy was burned, that she is reliving this moment and needs constant 
you know, she needs the person that, to that play the husband. Memory information that he's still around. Yeah, That's or else a... her light world would just break down. Right. I guess would just dissolve. Yeah. One of the odds that the whole mystery revolved around this subplot that had nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> it was just like whoa, shocking. <laughs> so we find out that Rebecca Ferguson isn't like she gets hooked on this drug. Uh, she gets out and away from this drug dealer who's the the bad guy that we hydrochloric see. hydrochloric one with the <laughs> with the horse tranquilizer. Yeah. She gets that's was why it Joe Saint Joe was the name of the Saint character. Joe? Yeah. yeah, they call him Saint Joe. Who is that guy? I've seen that guy before. Daniel Wu. Daniel Daniel Wu. Was he on Westworld? He was in. I'm trying to think what you. He was in Tomb Raider. The yep. Elite, oh no, he's yeah, he's the buddy in Tomb Alicia Raider. Alicia Vikander. Yeah, 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 he's the he's the friend in Tomb Raider, and then a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, yeah. I remember not one thing about Tomb Raider. Uh, Bella, that was a good movie. Bella just rewatched it. Oh, okay. so I, I just yeah, it was that's like, a good. That's one of the better video game adaptations. It's a low bar. I know, but it is it is good. Yeah. Uh, where he gets her hooked on this drug. She gets and I away. like this concept, right? So the the love interest disappears, and you find out that her past is not what, you know, you didn't really know what the deal was with her. You don't know anything about her old life. You see these memories, and she's running with a drug dealer, and she's with him, and then she, you know, steals dr- these drugs or whatever. I mean, I think there's a really interesting premise. There is. I agree. And I, I think it's just where it all came down to is that the whole movie was really about a cover-up for this affair that I just did not care about. Yeah. And when I'm not invested in those characters or that affair storyline – and it was something that it was hardly even memorable from when the movie started and right. they were alluding to these things to where when it, it was that big letdown of, oh, that's what this movie's about? Yeah. And I, I like the conclu- yeah. I like where they landed. I like to well, where, the, oh, she's not really a bad that, guy. But that's it's, usually not the way, right? Like usually in these in these flicks, the gal is the bad guy where Humphrey Bogart's like, go screw. Right? Like, am I wrong about that? Because, but they never rehabilitate that femme fatale. She's always the bad guy. But I like, but I like that this, in this case, she wasn't, yeah. She wasn't the bad guy at all. Like, she made a bad decision, but because of her relationship with Nick, right? That was Mm -hmm. his name. Uh, she has a change of heart and she goes back. She's, she's going to tell him what's going on. And unfortunately, she gets, I don't think she had a change of heart. I mean, she was never bad. She was, but she was bad. She was playing him from the start. And but then, wasn't she being blackmailed into yeah, it? Yeah, she was like at gunpoint. She, she he said, "You it. stole this guy's drugs. If you don't want me to turn you into him, and he has does whatever he does to torture you and kill you, you're going to go." But then why not just tell Nick that? She's under the watch of the mob that's going to murder her and and him. I like, cop was watching over her. It's the it's the BVS problem, right? It's any problem, so, honestly. Where it's elaborate. Like, where it's like, <laughs> okay, so in Batman versus Superman. Lex has Superman's mom, right? Yeah. Where he's like, go fight Batman or I'm going to kill her. And it's like, all Superman has to do is be like, hey, he's got my mom. Can we not do this and go get my mom? Problem solved. Oh, I, by the way, my mom's name is Martha. He starts, he starts shooting at him and that's... Yeah, but he's so. Superman. Like, who gives a... He'd be like, hey, can you not do that and just listen to me right. for a second? But no, I don't think in this case that's the same thing. This is a this is a movie where this... See, you made him walk away. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I do that every episode. It's all right. This this woman uh, what stole the drugs from the mob. She has now gotten rid of them, sold them, destroyed them, whatever. The guy that's working for the mob is going to kill her, turn her in to be tortured and have and, and kill everyone she knows, Hugh Jackman and company and everything, or she can work for him. And I think it's believable in this storyline because in this I movie guess. world that I just feel she's like, not gonna tell yeah. him because it's like I feel I'm, like there's no point where like there are points where they are alone. 
and creepy McGillicuddy isn't like watching over them because he is. You're right. He is watching over them when they do like the little like flashback to like all of the memories together. Yeah. He you went see and found him in when, the background. Well, yeah. Like, and, stuff. and when he goes and beats up, he Jackman stop. She's gone. And, and you're like, what is this? Who is this guy now? Mysterious. He always has the hood up. You don't know yeah, who it is because St. Joe burned his face yeah. off or whatever. So, yeah. So these are people you don't mess with. So I think it's very believable that Rebecca Ferguson agreed to play Hugh Jackman and then she genuinely fell in love with him so there is no redemption like as in she was doing bad things she had, I, she was completely away from that old life and did what she had and she to got do. pulled but yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree with that I'm just saying communication Kevin well then we wouldn't have a if movie I, if I can if I can instill any advice <laughs> communication I get it <laughs> yeah they used to do that on Lost all the time Lost <laughs> wouldn't exist if they had just asked each other the question <laughs> If anybody at any point had been like, but why are you doing that? They'd be like, oh, here's why I'm doing that. Oh, well, geez, I can help you with that. We, like, there, it would be four episodes long. The end. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So she realizes that this guy's going to kill, has already killed Clementine. He's going to kill the kid. Rebecca Ferguson takes the kid uh, and runs away with him. Uh, and then she ends up, it's so stupid. This is this is the part where I was like, oh, fuck you. Hmm. Where like. He Hugh Jackman ends up capturing the bad guy, the the dirty cop, mm-hmm. and has to replay his memories. And of course, now she divulges the entire plan in code, sort of. I I loved this idea. I thought this was kind of how, dumb. How I thought she, it was great. She's actually. never yeah. She's never going to see Hugh Jackman again. The love of her life. She wants him to know that she did not betray him. She was doing this to protect this child. It was like the way to kind of redeem herself from the past things she's done. And and she knew she had to save this kid. And so with there's no way before she dies she's going to be able to tell him that. So she knows that he will find her or hunt her down and find the bad guy. And by acting it out to him, it becomes one of his memories. I thought that was a really clever way to, to do probably that. the best scene of the movie for me actually yeah. oh right on okay. I, I just thought that was brilliant I, that's really clever okay how else would she have ever how would I mean, that, Jackman I, have ever figured out what happened if she didn't well, I, well I don't guy? think she would have figured out he would have figured out where the kid was yeah, which is was her goal. Which was the goal? The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, I mean, fair. I thought That's it was fair. touching too. She acted it out, and Hugh Jackman steps into the reminiscence and gets to have a final moment with her, and because she acted out to the bad guy, perfect. I don't, I thought that was a really. Neat I feel moment. like with the guys like. What the hell are you well, doing? Well, she says, I love you. Yeah, he's like, Nick. who's who's Nick? Right. And then he realizes, <laughs> and she ends up killing herself. Well, she, he is over. He has given her a massive dose of. Or the hy- drugs, hydrochloroquine, baka. Baka. baka, baka. Thank you. And then, like, she d- kills herself. Like, she jumps off of like a yeah. a cliff, or, not here's a cliff, the deal. but like a ledge. He says the unfiltered baka will, is kind of like a truth serum. Like, she'll be so drugged up, she'll say anything. Also, he could take her to one of these pods. I'm sure there's nefarious people, just like you know Hugh Jackman's running his operation. There's the big corporate ones. You know that some bad guys are getting memories out to let me get into your bank vault or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's just got to be nefarious ones. So sure. He anything she knows, he can get to. One way or another, so she knows she has to die to, uh, you know, so she won't divulge. Well, because yeah. yeah, she kind of hints or she gives Hugh Jackman a message that only he would understand yeah. about where the kid is. Yeah, uh, because if she's dead, he can't get to her memories in the correct, machine. Correct, and the drugs she won't be an issue. She'll be dead. So you know, what I mean, like killing herself was the only way to erase that memory. Hey, you remember but, when we saw that movie with uh, Michael Fassbender where? She was like the other detective, and then they kill her within the first thirty minutes. You're like, wait a minute, is that the snowman? The snowman. Yeah. She was in that. She's, I don't the, even she's the other detective. She's like the oh. rookie detective. You know the crazy thing about that? That character is in all the books. 
<laughs> they killed, and they off killed her in like the third, the third, oh. the first movie based on the third book, yeah. and they killed her off. Yeah. So, so what I, but I really like that again. That so the memory died with her, the secret died with her. Yet it became his memory, and right. Hugh Jackman was able to get the information and have a moment he could live forever with her, like a, a nice romantic moment. So it, to me, I think it played on all those levels, and it is one of the better things. And in this he movie. ended the story in the middle. Right, yeah, which we right. said five which, times. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, the cops show up. They take the son into custody. They take the the land developer's son into custody. They rescue the boy. We get a flash. I like that moment too. It was kind of a, it was a pretty dark moment. But Hugh Jackman goes to the son and the mom who's reliving the same memory and is oh, like, that, I, yeah. I mean, this was the Hugh Jackman. I was like, yeah, get him. Buddy. This confrontation. Like, this is, so this is where in the detective movie, you know, he lays out the whole thing and tells the bad guy he knows everything that he did, and he and he gives he puts a gun down on the table, knowing the guy will grab it, and he's like, shoot me, but you won't do that. And then he's like, so you have two options, like shoot me or you can shoot yourself, so you don't go to jail forever. And he's like. You, you. He's like you've never take. You, you make somebody else do your dirty work yeah, exa- for you. Yeah. Thank you. And I thought that was really nice that he like holds the gun to his head and the mom starts well, he counting. Put, like he's pointing like, oh. hard at first. Okay. Yeah, I was like, man, that's tough. And like, the yeah. mom starts counting. Like, oh my god, is she gonna count down him <laughs> killing himself? And then like at three, he just cries. And I she thought I thought it was gonna be unloaded. Well, that's I thought I that thought. was like the trick of it, but I think it's darker and better that it was loaded and also telling that like this kid's a coward. He would never even. He's yellow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I genuinely go, believe that it was unloaded. I genuinely believe there's no bullets in there. Do you really? think? Do you think the top wobbled? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. Just something about that scene. I was like, "There's no way he walked in with that loaded gun and I, gave it to him." Because I think he, he knew had nothing he to lose. He had nothing to lose. Hugh Jackman, which is true. I, I, yeah, which I, is true. I mean, and again, we could argue it either way. It's just I, I feel like at this point, because after this scene, Hugh Jackman goes to Tandy Newton and says, "Hey, you're gonna have to." hear my confession to this crime uh, and, and she's like ah oh, you jerk yeah the crime <laughs> being that he uh, burned someone which she says that will give you more time than murder so so using your these machines to make someone relive a traumatic experience for the rest of their life turning them into this just i guess like perpetual a, state of yeah of horrible so yeah what he madness, well, we should say what yeah. he does is he burns the, the dirty cop like he makes him relive the memory of him of him actually getting burned like physically burned over and over and over yeah. he, he ran like you can you can't go past like 35 point two yeah, or so whatever he turns it all he turns it all the way up and, and yeah no brain because yeah. he you know this no, guy this is responsible for 11. yeah responsible for the death of the woman he loved and yeah. so he has nothing to lose and he did that confesses to it so he's going to be going to jail uh, luckily you know they clean it up pretty quick and he says well they they gave me time but it was only four years because time because i i helped because he did help track yeah down like this joe's operation and all this stuff so. right so then we we flash for well i guess do we flash forward it comes we back see? four years it later does say four years later the crime tapes all over the reminiscence machine and he plays it and you see that moment where he's he's on this he's They're up like in this a, tower the top of like a tower yeah. and he's telling her about the story and she said he they compare it to a love story and she's She's like, yeah, but all all fairy tales end poorly or whatever. Well, he says and, that there's no bad. no such thing as happy endings. Yeah. So he tells her a story that ends in the middle. Ends in the middle, which is you know. And then we flash forward again, I guess, or we just flash back. And so he, their story and that he's reliving ends, I guess, in the middle. So he can right. relive yes. everything up until the happy middle over and over. And we find out that the whole movie has been old man Hugh Jackman in the tank, and Grandma Tandy Newton comes and visits. <laughs> I want to know how does he, how do they feed him? I believe it's grand. Andy Newton. 
Oh, Granny Newton. <laughs> yeah. How? How? Who's feeding him in that tank for I, decades? He's got to be pruny as f. Well, yeah, the water thing, and because she's who's, just, who's filtering the poop out of that's the what I'm saying. Bath. I guess if you're taking though, like if you're if you're just hooked up to an IV, I you don't. Think if you're he's got to have. He's got to have. If you're in a vegetative state and they got you in a food tube, that you're, true, they, yeah. you're yeah. still gonna poop. You're still gonna be pooping it out. Now they allude that now. I understand in the uh, more high tech, the corporate ones, like you see someone and basically it's a way to keep your loved one alive without uh, pulling the plug and burying them because they, they, it looks like a coffin is what they're living in. They're like, yeah. they're that like, seems they're like, terrible. They're like, they will relive the, but they'll, they'll relive these happy memories. They'll be very comfortable and they're just watching this person in the clear box and the memories they're My seeing. My God. So I kill get, me. <laughs> I know. I get that they have a system probably for the feeding and all that, but his was not meant for a <laughs> <Yeah>. full time <laughs> thing. So I just want to know how, I don't know. It's a small a, thing. A, but I mean, I assume, issue. I assume he goes in the morning, steps in, gets out of the evening. Goes to sleep at home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I assumed as much. You know? I but thought he just. I thought they just left him in there. It definitely looks like he's well, been there. You know, for a sandwich for ten minutes, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like they're trying to say that they, he just is always in there because yeah, yeah. because he's unshaven. Yeah, like if he yeah, was. But he getting, would have, oh God, we've seen Hugh Jackman not shave. Someone's got dude would have a massive beard. Someone's got to be tidying up. Yeah, because yeah. the stubble and the gray hair is is unkept, but. It's but not, not enough. But it's not a ten years. Are you telling of, me that Hugh Jackman, if he doesn't shave for four years, is going to be like, oh, I get this sweet, that's sweet what I'm, stubble? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a little bit. I, it's a little too cute of an ending to yeah. where you're just like, just throwing a line guess, about who's taking care of. I him. guess they like, couldn't show like. I, I, this I have show. a bigger stubble right now than. He <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Okay. No just, need to brag. Okay, we get it. You have very manly beard. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess they don't want to show like disheveled, atrophied, <laughs> gray-haired Hugh Jackman at the end of this movie. All you need is a line about someone's actually taking care of him. I'm, I'm just saying it would have been nice to have a little bit more of the logistics about how he's been there so long in that tank that wasn't meant for long-term use. In that, you know, It just would have been... I, I, it, you know what I mean? It's not the I biggest totally problem in the yes, movie, yes. but it was a little weird when I'm like, oh, he's been in there for a decade or two? <laughs> like, How does Man, that he work? He looks really well-kept and in yeah. shape. Right. How does that work? He would be so skinny. And, he would be, yeah. Yeah. So. I, you know, well, you know my, you know my aunt has had the same car for thirteen years and it <laughs> runs fine. So, <laughs> 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 so yeah, it it was. Uh, <laughs> this I think this was a solid directorial feature film directorial debut for Lisa Joy. I don't think so. I, I think it was way. I I think it. I think she's a very smart person i think she's Does she direct episodes of westworld she's directed episodes of okay. westworld so it's not like she's never directed anything but for a feature film debut i think it was too ambitious this is a movie That's trying fair. to That's do fair. a lot and it's not i mean if i tried to make this movie i would not make a perfect movie i'm just i'm not saying it'd be, it's anything it'd be, it'd against, be the room yeah it's not saying it's anything against lisa joy because yeah. i think she is very smart and a very good creator but to cut your teeth on this movie and this concept that's trying to do so much, yeah. it just felt to me a little overly ambitious, and I I wish it were better because I, this is one of my most anticipated of the year. Seriously, I would agree with that. I was definitely looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, it just kind of fell flat. I yeah, it was swinging. I, I think you know, I guess I feel like it was. She gave it a go. She got this one this project that you said has been kicking around since 2013. You know, she got it made, and it's interesting how the. We haven't had there's been some kind of stinkers on the streaming services that were just kind of like, hmm, has, I wonder, has any have any of these HBO Max movies 
that were intended for theatrical release been good? I think Suicide Squad. The Suicide okay. Squad. Okay, that Kong was versus Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong, versus Kong was fine okay. as an action movie. It but was, I mean, like you're talking about like the prestige. I stuff. liked Mortal Kombat for what it was. I'm not saying, but uh, yeah, it's for the its audience, part, I think they all enjoyed it. That it was. Meant I would for. agree. With, I would agree with Kong and Suicide Squad. But yeah. Beyond that, like most of these, I'm like they. The, what was they that? Deserve to be on. A what was that service? one with uh, the Rami Malek? Where they're like, hey, we're oh, the little thing. Yeah. Oh. And Denzel Washington. And yeah. Yeah. Like that was, was swinging yeah. a miss. Yeah. So what do you, Sharia, what do you think? Final thoughts on this one? Okay. So, um, well, I already did a review of this. So shameless plug right there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, you got to do it right. Uh, I was all over the place, actually. I think it's fascinating concepts and the, the way it's built up that world. Great. I performance wise, I thought they were they were good. I mean, if we can talk about whether the characters worked in terms of like the performances a long time, like we can, we can have that discussion differently, but you know, I think all of the aspects were there, but I said this back then I'll say it again. I just, I feel like this needed to be a limited series. Yeah. I just feel like this needed six episodes. You, and since it's already on HBO max, I was like, this would have been a great way to like flesh out that story because parts of it felt like it felt like they were, I don't know how to put this. Like, there were parts of it which felt like an offshoot of Westworld season three. Like, if you've seen it, you know, like it felt like because it just it felt like there was that world building in there. I, I go back to that part where it's like you're missing out on so much that's happening in the world. It's like there's so much happening that they just hint at, just explain like a little bit, a line here and there, and yeah, I just felt it was kind of unfocused at the end of it. So yeah, kind of a mixed bag for me. At the end. Yeah, I think multiple episodes would also help them kind of. I don't know, hide the the fact that the narrative structure, the subplot was obviously always going to be what we were going to loop back to for the sure, mystery. Sure. We only had one choice, right? right? Like, yeah, you know, right. You really only had one suspect as to what was driving it. And so... Right, there was no red herring, really. Yeah. There was no, you know, oh, it well, could have you been... Well, think, you, you think it's the, it's the dad at one point, but then the dad's dead. Okay, you know? I get it, but around, but it just it wasn't intriguing enough to where you're like, oh, maybe it was a it's very somewhere. straight line. Yeah, very it, straight line. Exactly. Yeah. I, I in those other noirs that we've mentioned, there's so much to throw you off and what's going on. And this one, it was anticlimactic because you're like, well, yeah, it was one of the only three other people in this movie. <laughs> right. That's the problem is <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, not enough sure. going on to where. It, it was just like, yeah, it has to be one of these people. And yeah. Yeah, it wasn't maybe the first one you thought or the one they're trying to suspect at first, but at the end of the day... You is, knew it was always going to loop back around to that. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes, correct. And, and so it just... That that made it feel anticlimactic yeah. to me. But Yeah. But, uh, well, I guess uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And uh, Sharia, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at Shari Chavla. That's my name. And you can also find me on YouTube under the same name. That's where I do all the reviews and stuff. And I reviewed Reminiscence there, which I will plug again. Please do. So, <laughs> what you here for, man? Yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd check out his uh, YouTube reviews and subscribe. He does really great reviews and not just movies either, but uh, television and video games. So I really enjoy that channel. And I think all our listeners would as well. Awesome. Yeah, and thank Kevin for like uh, promoting me all the time. Like I really appreciate it. Man. My pleasure. <laughs> it's good. It's great work. Oh, and then uh, I'm Tom. You can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and uh, don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Is there an obvious choice for next week? Or is, do it we can- to- is it Candyman? 
Oh, yeah, I guess that would be the obvious choice. Yeah. Just don't say it four more times. What, Candyman? Candyman. Candyman? There we go. Does it count if different people say it? I don't know. Really the know. I've always questioned. That was four. That was four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always questioned along those lines, same thing with Beetlejuice. What's the time period in between? Yeah. When does it reset? What that's if a you great stutter. question. What if you stutter? Oh, that's, well, How does that affect it? You didn't say the whole word, though. I said your words. Maybe what not every maybe not every, maybe not every syllable, but I said them. What if you have Tourette's and Candyman oh, well, is your then you're in trouble? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never. I never saw the uh, first. The one. first one's fantastic. Okay, yeah. So I would recommend honestly. If I think you need to watch it, I really? think. I think is this like a technically a, a sequel, a pseudo sequel? Yeah. I think. Yeah, a soft sequel. Yes, soft sequel. Gotcha. Soft okay, so sequel. there. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, Mal commits suicide. Get ready for a spoiler Won't say it twice Cause we already warned ya Better watch out It's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers 